Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to That Spooky early and ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Apple Podcasts. You're listening to a Morbid Network podcast. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. Liquid IV is perfect for daily use before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, or on long flights. Basically, anytime you need a pick-me-up, however you hydrate. Grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier Sugar-Free in bulk nationwide at Costco. Or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code WONDERY at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WONDERY at liquidiv.com. You got a dead body, Inspector. I may be able to help with that. This winter, all your favorite detectives are streaming on BritBox. Don't miss exclusive new seasons of Death in Paradise. There must be something we've missed. Vera. It wasn't an accident, was it, love? Father Brown. What did he look like? And more. Once you start investigating, you won't want to stop. We're done when I say we're done. Stream your favorite detectives only on BritBox. Start a free trial at BritBox.com. Welcome to Spooky Gay Bullshit. I'm Johnny. I'm Tyler. And this is our weekly hangout where we get to go over all of the spooky gay bullshit that we just didn't have time to cover on the main show. That's right, because it's Friday night. Mommy's with the maggots now. And that's Rojo Caliente. Yeah, and Mommy's feeling better. Mommy's feeling much better. Yeah, so now that we do have relative clean bills of health, I kind of want to go see Evil Dead Rise again. Hey, yeah. Yeah, sorry if you're listening to this in the future and it's no longer topical, um, but just yeah, it's it's great. We love it. It's not out on streaming yet. No, it's a wonderful yeah. movie. And when was the last time I was like, oh, let's go to the movies? Yeah, right? Yeah. I think the only time we've seen a movie in theaters more than once, maybe ever, mm-hmm. uh, together at least, yeah. was The Night House. Yeah. And that was a couple of years ago now. But it was worth it. It sure was. She was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah. So aside from that stuff, though, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm feeling great. I'm glad that like <laughs> we're finally feeling better. We right. said it on the main show, but I'll say it again. We're feeling better, and we're coming into the weekend. We're going to get to see Sasha Valor, mm-hmm. which is going to be very exciting. Sasha Valor is doing a book tour. Yes. And what's the, what's the book called again the big reveal yes yeah and it's like also a drag performance it's yes. not just like a book tour it's not no. like a, like you know coming into the bookstore signing your books kind of thing no it's a stage show it's taking place here in toronto and by the time that this drops we will have also gone to see latrice royale yeah who's taking her tour uh doing two nights in toronto so it is a drag filled week it's drag tastic yeah sure yeah we love <laughs> it yeah let's let's do it let's commit to it um anything you want to talk about before we get into it this week 
I don't know. I think I think I've said everything I needed to say. We said a lot. Yeah. So should we just get into it? You said a lot without really saying much at all. Yeah. I totally. say it with my face, Johnny. Abs- and you say it by spilling our schedule to everyone so that the stalkers can stalk. You know? What stalkers, bitch? I don't know. What stalkers? You know what? And if Selena, they... you are not. Well, Yolanda, you are not. Excuse me. As like... if I would want to be Yolanda, who? How? dare you i don't fucking know but anyway i was just gonna say if someone is stalking us and the, this is pertinent to the stalkation <laughs> then uh then it means that they are listening to us a week early on uh wondery plus so uh-huh. that's great yeah thank you for being a friend thank you yeah thank you for the support anything else, yeah <laughs> but anyway anything you want to talk about before we get into it nah let's just do it cool all right so you know the deal we got a full docket of spooky gay bullshit to talk about and i'm kicking us off yes so i'm gonna be starting us off with a story that was sent in to us by kayla and lydia so our hour goes to both of you for your emails our kayla and lydia the mm-hmm. dynamic duo i i don't know if kayla and lydia know each other no i'm sure not who knows they might actually have a huge beef with each other oh yeah who knows we maybe this have... is like a turf war yeah maybe they were like racing to see who could get into us first Ooh. sorry sorry to stoke the fires anyway first up today i've got news that comes out of arkansas in the usa Excuse um, me, yeah. Arkansas. The vine is correct. Why is it Arkansas? America, explain. Yeah, yeah. it is Arkansas. Yeah. Well, sorry if you're from Arkansas. You're from Arkansas now. Yeah. Sorry to break it to you, but that is where you're from. <laughs> anyway, Tyler aside, I got to talk about some big trouble going down in Little Rock. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I, Little Rock is yeah, where this is happening. Exactly. Okay. So the T is a 36-year-old Little Rockian named uh, a Little Rocker. A Little Rock and Roller. Uh, ooh. ooh. You can have fun with that. Yeah, okay. Um, a Little Rocker named Candace Scott, who used to work as a mortuary worker. I'm sure doesn't anymore. Um, but she's coming under fire for allegedly selling a number of stolen body parts oh, no. to a buyer whom she had met through a Facebook oddities group. No! Yeah. Ew. Okay. She's giving mortuary people a bad name, and whoever she's selling these body parts to are giving oddity collectors a bad name. Right? Mm-mm. Yeah. It's not cute. And also, welcome to my biggest fear as somebody who actually enjoys looking at oddities yeah. and collecting oddities. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 All of a sudden, you're like supporting a body farm. Ooh, yeah. Worst nightmare come to life. Anyway, this all amounted in about $11,000 worth of product being exchanged over the course of about 16 different transactions. So this wasn't a one-time oopsie-poopsie, I accidentally sold some body parts on the internet. This Uh is like... This is there. There's a pipeline. This is the business model. <laughs> yeah, honey. at this point, it's a cottage industry. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Candace Scott is currently in jail. She has recently faced a trial where she pled not guilty to twelve counts, including conspiracy to commit mail fraud, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit interstate transportation of stolen property, among a ton of other shit. But um, that's that's not the only thing here. Turns out uh-huh. the buyer um, also ended up getting arrested. He's this guy named. Jeremy Pauly, who's a resident of uh, Pennsylvania, and he was first thought to have bought in from Candace Scott in October of 2021 uh, after she offered to sell some remains from her job at the Arkansas Central Mortuary Services uh, Department. Uh, Basically, they had obtained the body parts from the University of Arkansas uh, for medical sciences. Uh Uh, It was for their students to ultimately examine. Sure. Um, But the thing is, he ended 
ended up getting pulled into another investigation that had to do with some shady dealings involving body parts, and that's what kind the of how fuck? they found out about this thing. What the fuck? Like, and I want to know, what body parts are you buying? Well, I can tell you I have a bit of a list. Oh, you do? So, Candace denies it, but Facebook messages have come forward spanning nine months of interactions where she pawned off hearts, lungs, genitals, fetuses, ew, the ew. of skin, and a number of different embalmed specimens. Oh, my God. So, it's not even something like a skull, because, like, people no. like to collect human skulls and stuff. Like, I understand. It's a certain aesthetic. No. I do not encourage taking... Uh, skulls from bodies that have not uh i just don't encourage taking skulls from bodies well yeah period yeah but they're getting all the nasty stuff yeah like it's all kind of nasty but that's the real nasty stuff well that's the thing and also there were messages indicating that some of the things were not really up to snuff like there was a message about a fetus at a certain point where they were like it's not really a good one but yeah like they're like well it's a bit dented but uh, you know, girl, shit like that. Anyway, this is gross. <laughs> yeah, and if you really want to get specific as well as gross, uh, ten thousand nine hundred and seventy-five dollars was how much was put through PayPal between the two of them. The fuck. So I guess a few dents and you know nicks and wear and tear from life didn't really matter. Anyway, ultimately, yeah. like I said, the scheme got caught uh, when Polly ended up getting brought in due to some complaints that had been made about some shady oddities dealings that he had been involved in. And while he is currently free, like the buyer is currently free, um, out on bail right now, the seller, Candace Scott, is still getting her bail decided and all that kind of stuff. And of course, right. this will have later legal repercussions but oof, it yeah <laughs> if the buyer gets out of this okay with no charges and some previous shit that they're already involved in yeah i will mm-hmm. be shocked because like this you just know you're doing something shady if you're buying hearts from a person on Facebook over the internet. Well, absolutely. And the, like that's the thing. They're still figuring out how much everyone knew and everything. Like, again, there were nine months worth of messages. But this this is not a good situation no. all around. Like, again, these were corpses that had been brought to a research center for university students to have very specific studies done with them. And, and, and then those bodies are meant to be returned. Exactly. And that didn't end up happening. And then from there, it's been even harder harder to identify the remains that have gone out there in the world because after they've been taken away from their identification in a laboratory environment Mm -hmm. and they're just out there in the world, you know, if these are embalmed items, they're even harder to get DNA samples from due to the process of embalming. I I didn't either, but it's a real world thing that they're running into as they're cracking open this case and discovering how many people have these specimens. It's fucked up. Right. And if the specimens had have been dealt with in the way in which they were supposed to be improved processed in the way in which they were supposed to be they probably would have been tagged or bagged and they would have had some kind of an identifier yeah, to it absolutely. because also like you're hitting on like these body parts don't just show up no. like these are people who have donated their bodies to science like this is like uh i like what what's I'm, I'm thinking death wish but that's not the right word no but it's it's part of uh, the death plan i guess you would say yeah exactly like it's somebody's choice to do that like my grandfather donated his body to science we don't know what they did with it no but we did after a year get his cremated remains back yeah and you knew kind of like what university students were working on so yeah these were people who were meant to be worked on by the university of arkansas for medical sciences um and yeah it was stuff that was it was held at like a very official place like again the arkansas central uh mortuary services like bureau department 
whatever. But like, yeah, you wouldn't imagine that's where the selling of body parts on Facebook would be coming out of. But yeah. lo and behold, anyway, huge awa awa to Kayla and Lydia for keeping us abreast of this whole situation. And I just want to say a shout out to the original article who wrote about this. It was in NBC News and the article was entitled Arkansas Woman Indicted and Accused of Selling $11,000 Worth of Stolen Body Parts published on April 30th, 2023 by the Associated Press. All right. Well, yeah. we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Right? Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Now, my piece of spooky gay bullshit is actually not dissimilar to the last piece of spooky gay bullshit that you shared, because this is also a piece of news that involves um, donating your bodies after death. Okay. But this is one that comes out of Canada, and it's actually highlighting an issue that I never thought about. And I learned about this because our friend Jess had been talking about it on social media. Um, so I believe we're all aware of Canada's discriminatory practices in regards to blood donation uh yep uh, it's been slowly getting better but it's still not perfect i i think you still have to abstain from sexual activity um with or i think anal sex yeah specifically uh, for three months before you can donate blood but what i didn't ever consider is that those same kind of discriminatory practices carry over into the world of organ donors of course yeah and this is an issue that's really being highlighted right now because of this case or this incident that's gone down in nova scotia 
So Liam D was a young 26-year-old man living in Kentville, Nova Scotia. So oh, actually whoa. very close to where you grew up, Johnny. Yeah, like the sister community to where I grew up. Exactly. Dang. But anyway, Liam D, he was 26 years old and he passed away in November of 2022 after being diagnosed with a rare and really rampant form of cancer in the spring of that same year. Oh, shit. Yeah. So Liam's diagnosis actually came like this is you can't write this shit. His diagnosis came, I think, nine days after he was married, uh-huh. got married in March, got this diagnosis shortly thereafter and then passed away in November. Uh-huh. So and only 26 years old. That's fucked up. Yeah. Anyway, his partner's name or his husband's name was Jacob McDonald. And Liam learned early on that his diagnosis was terminal. And like many other Nova Scotians, uh, Liam did not opt out of the organ donation program. I'm not sure if many people know this, but in Nova Scotia, you are a part of the organ donation program unless you purposefully opt out. Mm -hmm. So you're opted in by default. And I don't think it's always been that way. I think that's a new regulation over the last few years. But it is a very positive thing because organ donation can save a ton of lives yeah i mean that's the thing i'm trying to go through my kind of intersectional mind and i don't see a problematic side to that so yeah i'm into that yeah that is a good part of it but here here's the bad part of it when liam died uh, his tissue donation was declined and it wasn't until his mother cindy got her hands on his medical reports that they found out the reason why Mm -hmm. so a tissue specialist had noted on uh, liam's file that his quote homosexual status automatically considered him to be a high-risk donor as he had engaged in sex with another man in the last five years and because of that his tissue was denied his organs i believe weren't able to be donated anyway but as he was in the, like the the throes of of dying he learned that his tissue would be able to be donated so things like his skin corneas tendons and bones those could all go to people who needed them mm-hmm. except for the fact that his tissue was deemed to be too gay too gay yeah basically and uh liam's mother said that this is a really big problem Mm -hmm. like this policy is in line with the blood donation policies that like i said are slowly being amended um but similar progress has not been made in regards to organ and tissue donations liam's mother cindy also said that huge assumptions were made about her son's way of life because neither she nor liam's husband jacob were ever questioned about his lifestyle to determine uh, the probability of high risk behavior absolutely right and of course the the thing the the elephant in the room is fear of hiv yeah you know and i wish i really wish the public would get a little bit of a better understanding about how manageable hiv is how preventable it is like we were reading a book um it came from the closet and in one of those essays somebody said that like a medication like prep is the biggest medical advancement that straight people have never heard of mm-hmm. you know like there's so much progress in regards to treating and preventing hiv that regulations like this really just 
feel discriminatory. Yeah. And scientists and, and doctors and stuff, they'll be like, well, we're just following, you know, we're just following well, the those, guidelines. It's, yeah. it's best practice. They were the rules that were set up in the 80s. So we're just going to willfully just, you know, keep towing the line and not do the work to actually grow from there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just keep these regressive policies in place. And, you know, it's not our fault that we're discriminating. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So uh, Cindy said that uh, her mission now is to file a case with the Canadian Human Rights Commission. Good. So that others are not stigmatized and so that people on long wait lists for organs and tissues are not deprived of them because that's the other unfortunate thing. Liam had tissues and and things that would have helped people who really needed them. And like organ donation lists, girl. Yeah. They're they're horrifically long. It's a terrifying thing. There are some people that are on those lists that because of their condition will just never get what they need because Absolutely. there will always be somebody else who is deemed a higher priority. And that's a really fucking dark reality. So the fact that perfectly viable tissue and and, and things like that are being turned away because of this is it makes my fucking blood boil. Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't, I don't get it. It's willful discrimination, because that's the, you're literally not even asking what their sexual practices are. There's so much nuance that is being lost, and it's not a matter of, you know, like, getting lost in the gray area, you know, like, yeah, we understand not everything's black and white, but it's like, but there's so much more nuance to be afforded to the situation. Exactly. Yeah. Now, a spokesperson from Nova Scotia Health said that men who have sex with men are asked about any high-risk behavior over the last 12 months if they want to donate organs, and they said that this is in keeping with a national standard, uh, even for those in a monogamous relationship. The thing is, it doesn't seem like these same questions are being asked of straight people yeah or like what about <laughs> someone with a fucking tattoo yeah you got, like like that's the fucking thing i mean like honestly if you want to start uh using this kind of shit over people because you're afraid of bloodborne pathogens etc yeah then i mean there's a ton of other people who you should be giving an excessively hard time to as well but you don't seem to be doing that nowadays. right yeah and that's even one Fuck. of the criticisms that they're getting it's like okay well if these policies if this high-risk behavior yeah. is like a, a thing that really does legitimately need to be addressed yeah then why are these issues and these questions being targeted towards a certain demographic yeah let's like, address it huns Come yeah on. like why isn't it more just like widespread like why are only people of a certain sexuality being asked these questions why aren't isn't everybody being asked these questions mm-hmm. right and that's the really the big issue um the thing is the uh nova scotia health uh, spokesperson also said that the policy that they're adhering to is in accordance with the United States because that's where a lot of tissue is often sent for processing. Super cool. So it's, it's a huge problem. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can go on and ignore it. Yeah. It's a multinational problem, honestly. Yeah. Because remember how we had gay like marriage legal in the books years before the US did? Mm-hmm. We were happy about that. We were like so happy to be like the outlier in that situation. Yeah. You know, can't speak for the entire country but it's like damn yeah and that also feels very like deflective right yeah. being like oh no it's the united we have, states we have to fall in lockstep with them right like We're that's the little fucking brother. bullshit Fuck off. that's fucking bullshit yeah, anyway on. this 
is really, really unfortunate. I really hope that this does advance this conversation, though, because I literally never thought about this. It never crossed my mind. Like, I was an organ donor so far as I understood. Yeah. And now I don't know if that would be possible. Well, yeah, start working on it, Huns. If not, my gay blood's going to be cursing you. That's right. Now, in conclusion, I do just want to quote Liam's mother, who said that uh, if Liam couldn't leave a legacy in helping other people with his tissues, then at least I could try to help change some of these policies Fuck yeah. on his behalf. So I really, I really hope that uh, something positive does come from this because that's absolutely tragic. And um, if you need support from two queers with a podcast, get at hi. us. Hey, we will help in any on. way we can. A little bit of hometown help. Hell yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I do want to thank my source. Thanks to cbc.ca for the article, Mom Wants Policy Change for Organ Tissue Donors After Gay Son's Death. That was written by Camille Baines and published April 28, 2023. All right. Thank you, Tyler. Well, next up, I've got a little story about a new product that is making waves in the worlds of both the holy and the profane. Ooh, Ooh. I love that intersection. Thank you. <laughs> I created it. I guess I should say the sacred and the profane anyway with an endorsement like that you know it's a party uh -huh. so um we're all acquainted with the concept of the ouija board yeah oh hell yeah spirit boards yeah fun it times comes to the territory over here but if you don't know what i'm talking about by chance it is a form of divination or spiritual communication based on the age-old use of spirit boards where mediums or other users would usually receive messages spelled out letter by letter uh by a spirit guided planchette on a board that is adorned with letters as well as like a hello goodbye all that kind of stuff that's right and might i interject yeah it's also just a straight up toy well that's kind of <laughs> the thing about it because i'm sure we're all aware of the ooky kooky and spooky uh histories associated with it um despite the fact that it is truly just something that was originally put up by parker brothers i believe and I now is so. owned by hasbro that's right um but the thing is like over the years like even pre uh ouija board proper like back just in the days of spirit boards you know these things have been pretty influential in some people's lives and mm -hmm. it's led to bloodshed or even worse at certain situations hey we've covered them on our show before so that's true the thing is though it's not all bad and i'm here to say there's a new variation on the old faithful that's turning the board's evil history on its head baby okay and that ultimate inversion is of course just who else would it be at the hand of other than the glowing hand of none other than the Lord? The Lord? Like not... No, not Lord from down under. We're talking about Lord from up high. Okay. Yeah, so that's right. The Holy Spirit Board is upon us, people. We have reached the era of the Holy Spirit Board. Oh, can I just say hallelujah? Please do. Yeah, so it's just like the Ouija board, but it's covered in the golden light of Christ's ditty, as well as uh, <laughs> images of El Cristo on the cross. Oh, dear. Um, three angels and a dove. <laughs> It's beautiful. It has to have a dove. Of course, yes. And, yeah. the, and the letters are like the full <laughs> Ouija board full of letters. I, they're actually arranged over an infinity symbol that floats in the middle of the heavenly board. Oh, wow. Yeah, at the bottom, it says, goodbye, Jesus. Oh, my um, God. On a scroll. I'm seeing it. Oh, my God. Yes. And the, and the planchette is not a planchette, but a golden cross. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, my beautiful. God. It literally says on the box, 
Acts in big bold letters communicate directly with Jesus Christ. Hell yeah, baby! It in fact, once you go inside, it touts that you can get the answers you need. It says the Holy Spirit Board can answer all of life's most important questions straight from the man himself. Now, this is a quote. Unlike other spirit boards, this one will never contact evil ghosts or demons, so you can ask your questions with an assured sense of safety. Oh, good. Now, look. This might be a gag item, and I'm fine with that. Yeah? The bug kisser, that was a gag item. We all knew. Sure. But, like, this kind of shit, its tongue is firmly planted in its cheek. Mm -hmm. It knows what it is. It's Mm -hmm. like Beyonce creating music. It's making music for its audience, not your 10-year-old, and that's okay. That's right. I mean, although your 10-year-old might get a lot of joy out of the Holy Spirit board. (laughs) That's true. Um, And, yeah, like I was saying, you know, while evil can slip through the cracks it is it basically tells you that by using it as you are supposed to you can pretty much guarantee that you're not going to be dealing with the spooky ookies however i will say in the article that i was reading about this Mm -hmm. there was some mention that if the holy cross planchette starts moving on its own then there is actually a demon in the room but otherwise (laughs) you're good you're god you know or if it just inverts itself maybe sure maybe i mean i don't know who this is being marketed towards but i feel like any like god-fearing person and that sounds weird to say but anybody who like believes in uh jesus yeah sure um and more respect to you like whatever live your fucking sure. life live and you let me live mine i let you live you if you're this deep into an episode of spooky yeah. gay bullshit you're probably on the level like we're cool i guess what i'm really trying to say is that anybody who is afraid of just like a regular regular ouija board yeah. like i feel like they're going to be just as afraid of this so here's the deal this may not just be something that people can go out you know and get but here's what i'm going to suggest use this to your advantage you know someone in your life that you want to fuck with a little bit (laughs) you know someone who's a little bit too righteous well you make them a holy spirit board you do a gift from the heart you make them one from your own hands you go to a michael's you get yourself a little piece of plywood they sell the one that's just board game uh top or size you know perfect Uh you do a little bit of toll painting you spend about three days and you make a very well-appointed holy spirit board yes you get like a nice little cross that they can and you put like a little glass looker in it for your planchette and you make it wonderful and you hand it over to someone in complete earnest like yeah. like the most problematic person in your family this right. year you do this for them at like a holiday and you say you know what i just really want to <laughs> mend a bridge so i know that you think i'm going to hell so i just wanted to let you know that i know that everything will be okay and you just slide them across <laughs> like just some variation of that thing you slide them the holy spirit board yes and then you can basically just like kill them with kindness be like what you don't like my gift yes it's only in honor of your lord it's true oh my god johnny i what? found it on amazon oh the reviews are yeah, great because either people com. love it or they hate it it's and like when course... we went to the elizabeth gilbert book uh <laughs> thing and we were like everyone in this audience it's cut in half either the the people in this audience would give us a glowing five-star review uh-huh. or a scathing one star exactly yeah. but of course for this product i went right to the one-star review uh, can I just read a couple of Please them? Please do. Okay, so one of them says, Bla- uh, blasphemic and dangerous. Mm-hmm. Catholics that uh, deceptively market it board alleging... Uh, wait, Catholics 
this person needs to proofread. Well, that's that's between them and the Lord. Catholics that a deceptively marketed board alleging to allow one to communicate directly with Christ and to answer all of life's most important questions is really another Ouija board, putting one instead in direct communication with a demon. The Holy Spirit board game available on Amazon is actually a Ouija board intended to deceive Christians. Mm -hmm. The devil is always looking for different ways that he can trap all the victims that he can take from him. And this is one, the exorcist warned just the exorcist absolutely Lord. they're a big fan of the movie um yeah anyway yeah. that there's a ton more to that review yeah we um, don't want to plagiarize anyone's writing though thank you yeah. yeah another one says a nice way to invite demons into your life please don't fall for this nonsense all you will do is invite demons pretending to be angels or jesus into your life it's probably it probably says goodbye jesus on the board for a reason demons Ooh. are getting bolder and finding new ways to get through to you to confuse and create doubt in your life oh my god a representative from the spice factory in the comments oh that's my wild. goodness yeah all right so of course it, it's all to the tune of oh my god this is satanic yeah so just imagine how fun the holidays <laughs> will be when you start doling out these motherfuckers yeah. to the problematic people <laughs> in your family get it get it Listen, I'm not, I don't endorse too many products, but uh, get yourself a Holy Spirit board. <laughs> yeah, connect with the Holy Spirit a little bit. Get yeah. your life. All right, now I just want to say a big thank you to Oddity Central for the original article about this. It was called, Christian Ouija Board is Actually a Demonic Trap Exorcist Claims, written by Spooky on April 24th, 2023. All right, get into it. Yeah. It's too bad it didn't come out uh, in time for Easter this I year. I know, I know. Very it's unfortunate. I know. Anyway, I've got another piece of spooky gay bullshit, Johnny, and this one is very goblin-y. Delicious. Um, so we've watched a fair amount of Urbex videos on YouTube, mm -hmm. and we've definitely watched enough to know that abandoned warehouses can be pretty ooky spooky. And once disused and left to rot, a warehouse can really become ground zero for all kinds of nefarious activity. And now you can add goblin shenanigans to the list. Yikes. So Santa Maria Regla in Mexico, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, is a small historical town northeast of Mexico City. And it is located in the Huesca de Ocampa region. And this area is well known for legends relating to goblins, inaugurals, and other mythical Mayan entities such as Alexes. Maybe I'm mispronouncing that. A-L-U-X-E-S. Okay. Aluxes? Aluches? Oh, yes. That's probably it. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I'm just yeah. a shot in the dark. Because Oaxaca Bowl, the X is the Ka. Yeah? Right? Yeah. So anyway... As it turns out, some folks in Santa Maria Regla think uh, they, they may have found a preserved goblin fetus in an abandoned warehouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this mummified remains or these mummified remains are, are pretty worse for wear and it looks to be crushed, all of the flattened cats of hoarders. Um, it has like four limbs looks like two arms two legs it looks to be uh also decked out with like a pretty prominent nose okay. got a bit of a bulbous nose going on it's got clawed hands uh, i.e goblin hands mm -hmm. and it's also got a tail and it's also pretty tiny it's like not much bigger than an adult human hand like there are photos of it we will definitely share it it's not grotesque it's just kind of weird okay um but yeah you can see it in a box and it's not very big at all how cute are we talking here 
Not cute. Okay. Did I say it was cute? No, I was just wondering. No. I was like, how kawaii is it? You know? Not very. No? Okay. Yeah, I feel like Hello Kitty would not be friends with it. Oh, no. No, right? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, Hello Kitty says hell no, Kitty. No, no, Hello Kitty would just stare. <laughs> yeah. And then just keep staring and then just like back away yeah hello kitty would yeah. be screening her calls exactly yeah hello kitty wouldn't turn her back to that let's <laughs> no. just say that <laughs> absolutely not mm-hmm. but yeah so it's it's kind of this weird looking thing it's mummified not well preserved though so at this point it really could be anything but a lot of people are like hmm, maybe it's a goblin sure now, the fetus was found by construction workers who were working in this abandoned warehouse, and the municipal mayor, Francisco Mayoral Flores, said that a sample of the mummified remains has actually been sent for analysis to determine exactly what this thing is. Because let's be honest, a lot of things have noses, arms, legs, claws, and tails. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean it's a goblin. Sure. But the thing is, Mayor Flores said, and this is a quote, if it had been found in another municipality it would not have been relevant but due to the themes of goblins and the mystical here there is a cultural and social demand to give it importance everyone can value it for themselves based on their beliefs and their traditions end quote so basically it's just being put to the test to just determine once and for all if it's a goblin or if it's not a goblin Mm -hmm. what do you think it is i don't know if i can i Mm, it's tough. It's hard to say. See, I only know the first 150 Pokemon, and <laughs> yeah. it's just beyond that, it gets a little bit shifty for me. <laughs> That's totally fair. I just couldn't keep up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think it could easily be an animal, something like maybe like a dog yeah. or like a coyote sure. or something. Yeah. Or something with mange, because that really fucks, fucks yeah. a girl up. See, I always think it's mange. Right? I, yeah. Like, pretty much any, like, cryptid remains that have been found out in nature just when they are tested yeah. it just proves to be it was an animal with me oh my god i see someone with a bad haircut and i'm like mange <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm like, like chupacabra i'm like dang oh my god the mange hit them hard <laughs> yeah oh i know what you're gonna say speaking of cryptids please take the floor can we take a moment to appreciate the goopacabra <laughs> yeah so you you spooky bitches are funny fucking people hell yeah i love it tyler shared this image on instagram it was an AI generated photo of Gwyneth Paltrow as if caught on dash cam like a, a cryptid in the night. <laughs> They're really effective. Yeah, like late night dash cam Gwen Paltrow in like loungewear. <laughs> Just like walking on the side of the road. Yeah. So we put it to the spooky bitch community and we were like, okay, what would the Gwyneth Paltrow cryptid be called? Yeah. And uh, I mean, it, I didn't even think <sighs> of it. And I'm so upset that I didn't think of it because it's so funny. But so many people were like, well, it's obviously the Goopacabra. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Though I did see one come in recently and it was the Gwendigo. <laughs> 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 which uh, I think is really great. That's a good but one. But anyway, I love the Gwyneth Paltrow uh, cryptid. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, lore that is starting to form. Fuck. Anyway, yeah. speaking of cryptids and lore, um, I'm I'm curious to see what this thing is once the tests come back. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I'll definitely be keeping my eyes on to see if this is a goblin or not. Uh huh. My guess is not. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. Yeah, yeah. but maybe Mori can do like a special. Yeah, maybe. You know, to identify. 
Yeah, is Maury still doing specials? Is Maury still? Maury must still be on. I mean, I know Jerry Springer just dead, but is Maury, <laughs> Maury got to be still doing the thing. I'm sure. There's so many people still having babies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. What? It ended this fall. Oh, my God. In the fall of 2022. Did we manifest that? Maybe. We didn't I mean, that. maybe it's not such a great loss. Yeah. It kind of went downhill after they stopped scaring people with pickles, right? Yeah. Isn't he married to Connie Chung, though? Yeah. Yeah. And he was actually, like, really big in the world of, like, tabloid news. Yeah. Like, basically the kind of shit that we talk about. <laughs> like yeah. this. Yeah. Like goblin fetuses. <laughs> God, we're standing on the shoulders of him. We are. We are. What a world. Anyway, know, uh, right? <laughs> speaking of tabloid news, yeah. uh, let me thank my source. Please. The Daily Mail. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> For the article, uh, mystery as bizarre goblin fetus with claws and tails is found by builders in disused warehouse in Mexico. That was written by James Callery and published April 28, 2023. Aw, shucks. Thanks, Daily Mail. Thanks, Daily Mail. And that's Callery spelled C-A-L-L-E-R-Y, which I think would be great for a drag name hell yeah yeah anyway that's it as a professional welder Shayna ford uses forge fx to practice over and over which helps her improve her skills the more muscle memory that you have the smoother your weld is learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact The wait is over. So far, you're not losing. The only thing you're losing is my patience. Quickly, I see that. Ding! The queen of the courtroom is back. I didn't do anything. You wouldn't know the truth if it came up and slapped you in the face. I see he's not intimidated by anything. I can fix that. New cases. She wanted to fight me. Leave her alone. OK, so, um... Not, this is not a so. This is a period. Classic Judy. Did you sleep with her? Yes, Your Honor. You married his cousin. His brother. That's not him. Yes, ma'am. I would make a beeline for the door. The Emmy Award-winning series returns. How did I know that? I have crystal ball in my head. It's an all-new season. It's streaming. You can say anything. <laughs> Judy Justice. Only on Freebie. Well, I've got the last piece of spooky gay bullshit for the day, and I just want to say a big awa awa to Emily for sending this one in. Awa awa, Emily. Thank you for thinking of us. Put it so, on me, mister. Please do. Okay, so this is some news that comes out of Newfoundland, or today we'll call it Newsfinland, because there's news. Okay. Uh, <laughs> God. That is. Uh, ooh. The wordplay. You're you never going to be allowed back you know on the island. My sources indicate that I will be, and that I will be greeted with open arms. Yeah. I think so. They'll be like, welcome to New Svenland. Yes, we decided to rename it after your clever, clever wordplay. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so I, the, uh, I, Johnny, president of News Finland, uh -huh. am very deeply, deeply pleased to say that I have got some news that comes out of the, the, the quiet... The uh, multifaceted, the gorgeous, gorgeous community of Dildo. Oh, 
icons. Yeah. Truly. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they really have done a lot for uh-huh. the world. They've done a lot <laughs> for Newfoundland tourism. Yes. The the Dildo Newfoundland merch is a hot seller worldwide. Oh, it is. I, I had a roommate yeah. who was from Newfoundland, and yeah. she had a, a, a map of Newfoundland and Labrador. And of course, dildo was written much more prominently than many other places. Absolutely, they're because... proud of their dildo. And then it's kind of like right there in the middle too, isn't it? Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the like a little, of it all. like a little hedgehog penis. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. true. Yeah. If Todd was a map of Newfoundland, dildo, dildo would pretty much fall exactly where his little dink is, right where his little button is. All right, yeah. And as we all know, they call it dildo because it's filled with the fakest bunch of dicks you'll ever see. <laughs> anyway. Um, a local photographer, a dildite, if you will, um, has captured <laughs> a, a actually rather fitting natural occurrence that has not only captured the attention of folks locally, but all over social media, in, internationally. It goes off to island. Okay. Um, yeah, and honestly, in my humble opinion, this uh, truly stands as a symbol of local pride and fortitude, if you will. So please, Tyler, if you will, allow me to introduce you to the Dickieberg. Oh, my goodness. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> I know. I know, right? I'd say it's packing heat, but it's an iceberg. So, yeah. okay. Um, you... Listen, yeah. If that's what it is when it's cold, I hate to see what it is when it's not. Hey, baby. All right. So, um, I, I'm going to hit straight to the point. It's a giant iceberg in the shape of a cock. And <laughs> it was captured. Not just a cock, Johnny. A cock and balls. Thank you. It was captured by a local photographer named Ken Pretty. Now, the name is, of course, inspired by uh, the Dicky Bird, which is a local colloquialism for dicks, of course. Uh huh. Um, and it owes its name to its similarly. Uh, erect visage okay, i'm just gonna say it looks like a big old hard dong and of course this is why they're calling it the dicky bird of course and of course this fucking monstrosity <laughs> was discovered off of conception bay and it's just been tickling everyone Girl, I know. No! <laughs> okay we need to unpack this just take a moment okay so ken pretty from dildo yeah took a photo of the dicky bird in conception bay like if someone doesn't turn this into something like this needs to be a movie I know, this needs right? to be a trilogy I this know. needs to be the next great peter jackson epic i know drive that down to dad joke boulevard <laughs> like, I'm, I'm telling you get down you with can't your bad make self. this shit up no you really can't it writes itself anyway so no matter how much online fire this has caused the iceberg ultimately couldn't stand up to the heat it seems quite literally because mm-hmm. i'm sorry to report despite its turgidness um global warming has done its thing a la angela bassetta and uh <laughs> the head of the dicky berg has fallen off oh dear yeah she's been castrated kind of like planet terror you remember that movie yes where the guy's dick falls off oh that did happen and Ooh, it looks like a meatball sub that. Yeah. that was gross i know right i couldn't look at meatball subs the same for a while no. anyway as they say it's not about the size but what you do with it so <laughs> um you know long live the dicky berg and thank you to ken pretty for immortalizing it yeah that's yeah. it we've got the photos because the thing is icebergs don't stick around forever no they're maybe in the ocean for a year max yeah and i mean like a few hundred icebergs i think it's about 200 drift by newfoundland every year like, oh my god like yeah, yeah jokes aside of them. newfoundland gets the most beautiful icebergs coming in mm-hmm. to to the harbor yeah amazing like, huge 
fucking like skyscrapers in the ocean. It's wild. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it was so fucking cool. And I remember people would get like bits of ice that would come off of it. It was so cool. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, I love it. I think icebergs are cool. They're also fucking huge. Like, sorry, Titanic fam, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, listen, if the Titanic was drolling by this one, yeah. it would have purposefully hit it. Yeah. Like, I want to tap that. <laughs> it was set. <laughs> yeah. the set. I just want to rub up against. Them. Yeah, here's my tight Tennessee. Tight Tennessee. That was a difficult one. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> But it works. It's it fine. does. Thank you to the original article that wrote about this. Thank you to the CBC. <laughs> Sorry that you didn't come up with Titan Missy, but uh, thank you <laughs> for the article. Iceberg lovers go wild over viral photos of Dickie Berg off Newfoundland's coast, published by Malone Mullen on April 28th, 2023. And of course, Awa Awa to Emily for sending this in. <laughs> thank you, Emily. I'm thank smiling so yeah. wide right now. <laughs> oh my God. That was great. So much. Oh, what a day. It's All not right. over, though. No, it's not. We've got some low stakes advice to get through. You want to do this? Yeah, I do. Okay, so you know the drill. And if you don't, we like to end these spooky gay bullshit episodes off with about five minutes of low stakes advice. So on our Instagram every week, we will post a call for low stakes advice questions to be submitted that we can answer on here. Again, I must underscore the fact that it is low stakes. Nothing about life or death or anything more life or death than like cutting your bangs. That's right. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, with that being said please don't submit your questions through email or like in dms or anything like that we only look at the responses that come in on like to that instagram story thing so you gotta write it in there that's the contract yeah yeah. Um, but follow us at that's spooky pod and it's like usually between tuesdays and thursdays we'll post on there looking for folks now uh i got the questions and the time you want to do this let's do it okay start please okay so first one colorful resume or just plain jane resume Ooh. I don't know. I like a colorful resume, but I think it really kind of depends on where you are applying. Here's what I'm going to say. Do a colorful resume, but then do it so that when it goes grayscale, it looks good. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my logic, though. I'd be like, I'm doing colorful resumes because if, if a place turns me away because my resume is too colorful, I don't want to fucking work there anyway. Yep. I hear you. What do you think is the best summer activity? Ooh. The best summer activity. Ugh, I love swimming. swimming. Swimming is my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. I don't get to do it as much as I would yeah. like to. I love camping, but like for a night. <laughs> yeah. I just like going out in the woods for a night, you know, and then doing the thing. Um, so that's what I would recommend. And then you can definitely get some swimming in there. Mm -hmm. Just if you come across uh, the Necronomicon, don't read it. Don't yeah. read it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Yeah. Anyway, okay. next question. Didn't Oh, do you want to go? Sure. I've uh, been feeling very unmotivated. Any advice? We were going to read the same question. Okay. That works. Okay. <laughs> um, I would say you might have to change your relationship to the word motivation. Sure. Uh, because the idea of motivation can be a bit of a toxic thing. I'd really recommend looking into what Mel Robbins, uh, who's written like the five second rule, has said uh, about motivation. She's got some really great interview uh, like clips floating around the internet where she kind of talks about how she really doesn't like the idea of motivation. Um, um, so I would say that can be a good way to check things out. Yeah. I mean, it sounds more like you're kind of trying to find ways to get unstuck. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. And, and that might be looking to people that inspire you. It also might be just like putting a, 
away a block of time to do whatever it is that you're trying to uh, do. Yeah. And then if you do something within that amount of time, great. If you don't, you've still spent the time and dedicated towards it. And eventually something's going to come from it. Yeah. And in terms of unsticking, sometimes taking a walk around the block with headphones in and your favorite song playing can literally be the thing to unstick you. It works for it's, me. It totally works. It yeah. really, really does. It sounds too easy, but it, it does work. But that's the thing, because when we think about motivation, we think about things that are way more, you know, intricate and require more kind of like actionables. And sometimes it's just the really easy shit that we overlook. Exactly. Okay. Next question. Can a long distance relationship work? Yes, it absolutely can. Um, but you have to be on board with it and they have to be on board with it. Uh, Again, there's no, will it work? Will it won't work for any relationship in this world, but it can work if if it's right for you like, absolutely some people don't want to do it and if you don't want to do it that's okay yeah my nephew wants me to ordain his wedding it's on a cruise should i do it Ooh, i mean if you want to go that sounds pretty fun yeah i mean i don't know a cruise i'm not a big cruise person. i'm not a big cruise person either so that gives me pause personally yeah um but it, it's also really cool that they asked yeah um so if you want to do it, I say do it. And if you don't want to do it, just let them down gently. Yeah, that's you know? the thing. If you really don't want to do it, that is totally okay. Yeah, because, yeah, definitely do what you want to do. Yeah. Petty or massage with the gift card from my boyfriend. It's been ages since I've had either. Johnny, you'd do both. What would you say? Ooh, I would say massage if it's been a while because I think a pedicure you can cobble together something that gives you the semblance of like a professional pedicure at home mm-hmm. with some things from the drugstore. Um, and I mean, like that can be different depending on, you know, one's like ability and stuff like that, like, which is like no shame whatsoever. But even like if you have a partner at home who gave you a kind of gift certificate, you could probably talk them into helping you with some foot stuff. But the back stuff that can be the thing that you want like the pro for yeah you know what i mean and the hands that aren't your own because you can't really make your back you know fucking crack like you want it to ah yeah yeah it's true so that's good advice okay a mantis or a snake tattoo both are really cool but i think a pretty mantis tattoo would be really fucking cool i just like i see that and i'm like yeah that'll be really fucking cool absolutely (laughs) so do that although i am getting a snake this week so i mean either is cool but i would say mantis yeah um would you rather haunt a boring white guy who thinks he's magic for the rest of his life or be haunted oh by a boring white man who thinks he's magic for the rest of your life oh definitely haunt Oh, yeah. I don't want the boring white man who thinks he's magic fucking with me. Yeah. I'd rather be fucking with him. Yeah, no, I, I definitely deserve the the upper hand in that. Oh, my God. Yeah. The next question is a fuck, Mary kill question. We've never got one of these Oh, my before. God. Fuck, Mary kill. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, John Cena, Vin Diesel. Hmm. Um, okay. I don't really... Okay, here we go. I would fuck Vin Diesel. Okay. I would marry Dwayne The Rock Johnson and or kill John Cena because John Cena had that one real rapey song that everybody forgets about. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah. What was it fucking called? I can't remember. Oh, my God. And I almost said fuck John Cena because he just seems like he's got a (laughs) bit of a sweetness to him, but I forgot about that song. Yeah. Oh, my God. What is that song? Oh, my God. You know what I'm going to say? There's something really weird. Anyway, what are you going to say? I'm going to say, give me the rock and then I'll take the bullet. Like, that's <laughs> that's what I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Mary and kill the rock. Whatever. Okay. Should I unfollow everyone that I don't want to follow anymore? I'm scared to start drama. Okay. You know what? Um, 
Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. If you want to fucking unfollow people, it's your life. If it starts drama with somebody who you aren't down with enough to want to unfollow, then maybe it's okay and maybe you can just ignore the drama. Because it, it sounds like this person probably doesn't matter that much to you. Yeah. And if you're just putting up boundaries, then like, yeah, maybe that leads to a conversation where you're like, look, dude, I just had to put up some boundaries. And then maybe that's a growing opportunity for this person in your relationship. Maybe it's not, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good I don't advice. know. I also like I'm a fan of like sometimes it's okay to just delete some fucking emails in your email and like not respond to somebody's message because you don't care. Yeah. And I don't care. Like is such a valid thing to say sometimes, Mm -hmm. like, especially as like queer people, women, like all that kind of stuff, the power of just being like, no, I truly don't care. And I don't have to care. Yeah. Like in a non-toxic way. You can't care about everything. You can't. Yeah. You can't like, I would rather fucking whole ass one thing than half ass a few. Yes. Yeah. And I know I'm taking that from a TV show somewhere. So please tell me there's, (laughs) there's the fucking alarm. All right. Choose one each. Yeah, for sure. Um, medium says I need to play more suggestions for play. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's a really hard question, isn't it? Because it's just like, we think of play when we're kids, like when we're kids, it's so easy to play. It's so easy to be playful, but as adults, it's so much harder. Honestly, I might like do something with clay. Like that's such like a tactile fun thing. And like I, I took a pottery class with like no to low expectations and I allowed myself to show up every week and have fun and suck and not feel like a bad artist. Yes. And it was the most freeing thing ever. That's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. Do something that you know you're going to suck at and be okay with sucking at it. Yeah. And when you suck at it, just be like, oh my God, okay, whatever. Let's, let's try to do this right though. Because then also eventually you'll probably stop sucking at it yeah and you'll be like pretty okay at it yeah and like i'm not giving you carte blanche to shit on yourself but i think it's just like it's cool to just go in and lose the perfectionist shtick because nobody really finds that interesting if i'm gonna be honest yeah that's something i've been learning it's like nobody thinks you being a perfectionist is cool or interesting or fun or anything like that when somebody's like i'm just such a perfectionist i'm never like oh my god come Join my party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it doesn't mean that you care more than everyone else. When you show up at a job interview and you're like, I'm such a perfectionist, people don't look at you and go, oh, well, that's a noble thing. Yeah. Like, it's it's not actually... Anyway, whatever. Sorry. But here, to add on to this idea of just, like, how learning how to play again, um, fr- from my experience as an art educator, I see it with different age groups of kids. Like, young kids just draw and create freely, and they don't care. They write, they create this scribble on the piece of paper, and they're like, that's a dog. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell them it's not a dog, even if you don't think it looks like a dog. But then at some point... When they become a little bit more self-aware and self-critical, they start drawing. And if it doesn't look exactly like the thing that they're trying to draw, all of a sudden they can't draw, they suck, they're no good at it, and they just stop doing it, period. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of like taking that mentality into anything you can, anything you do, and you, you, you'll discover play and, and be playful mm-hmm. through that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that question helped me today. Good. I'm glad. This is how we do this. All right. Well, final question I'm going to pick up here is, do I watch Star Wars or Star Trek first? I haven't seen either yet. Ooh. Well, I'm excited for you. I'll be completely honest with you. Um, I'd probably go Star Wars first 
based on the sole fact that there is less content to consume. Sure. There are movies, which you can kind of consume in blocks, as one does with movies. Uh, Whereas Star Trek, I find, has always been a little bit more intimidating because it is spread over a whole bunch of TV shows. It's true. There's so many ins and outs. But there are movies, and I think you know certain people will tell you, oh, you can just start here or start there. And I think it's all valid. I think with a little bit of nuanced research, you could probably find a good starting point and then dive into that whole universe so i'm not saying that based on the like one being better than the other i will just say like i grew up in a star wars house Mm -hmm. however i've always wanted to like star trek i've always tried to like star trek yes i watched voyager when it happened like when i was a kid but i i kind of fell off yeah yeah that's fair i haven't gotten deep into star trek either although like it's one of those things that i wanted to star trek and the x files it's like it's they're so big that i'm just like intimidated to start but i was told by my friend our friend leah who really loves star trek that um the next generation if you're coming into star trek for the first time is the is a great place to start yeah and what i will say from what i know about it is stuff like the next generation uh, it really resonates with people that i know who are kind of into the arts and humanities yes because there is a lot of crossover with those kind of worlds so like through a lot of the holodeck exploration and things like that i believe that there's a lot of kind of interconnectivity with kind of like literary figures and stuff like that who like pop up whereas star wars is just a little bit more of a straightforward i've, I've heard it referred to as like um a, a western set in space or like an mm-hmm. opera set in space yeah uh which is totally fair but it's a bit it's a bit more of that like rah rah fight for good and evil it's the hero's journey yeah versus star trek which is a bit more of a universe to get into and different stories within and there's it. a lot of like sociopolitical kind of things within it too star trek did a lot of firsts Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to like how they represented it, minorities, like yeah. people of color, uh, queer people. And, so, And this is the reason that I always like, I want to fucking dive into. And honestly, when I was a kid, Star Trek seemed like the more intellectual thing. Totally. But that was just my child bias. Thing. Yeah. But um, I don't think one is necessarily better than the other. It's not. No. They're I, two different things no. and you can enjoy them both. Exactly. They're both valid. And I hope they give people so much fucking joy. And I hope, yeah, I hope people are just happy. I hope the fans aren't like, fuck you. You shortchanged <laughs> my fucking franchise. I'm a Mortal Kombat kid, man. <laughs> you know, like, I grew yeah. up on that shit. And you can't touch him because we all know me. the Mortal Kombat movies. You can't touch me. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm gonna choke. Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation. <laughs> Fucking critical reassessments required, please. <sighs> Let's move on. All Thank right. you to everyone who submitted low sticks advice. If we didn't get to your questions, of course it is not personal. It's just drag. That's right. Try again next week. You know, we do our best to answer as many as possible, but we get chatty. As you can tell. Now, if you do want the chance to submit your questions, though, in the future, follow us on Instagram at that's spooky pod. It's same as our Facebook handle. You can follow us there and get all of the social media shit that you want to get out of us <laughs> yeah. if you want to email us and you want to get all the email shit out of us then you can get us at that's spookypod at gmail.com spelled just like it is in the social media but at gmail.com that's t-h-a-t-s-s-p-o-o-k-y-p-o-d at gmail.com you can send us your spooky gate bullshit your listener stories your pet photos whatever babies now look if i said all of that too fast and you want to get all that information in one spot our home on the web is that's spooky.com real short and sweet and you can find all of the clickable links that your clickable heart desires through there, baby. 
You can also find this link to the Secret Society over there or just go directly to patreon.com slash that's spooky. Yeah. That is our super fun, super exclusive. Arena, I feel like you're about to say something. I just wanted to, I, I want you to hand me that thing. What? That thing. Yeah, oh, oh, thing. sorry, Tyler. Because we're talking about going on the internet, right? Oh, yes. We're thank you. talking about going onto the website. Yeah. And this is what it might sound like if you go to thatspooky.com. Oh, wow. I'm having such a great time on this website. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Oh, wow. He's sending us a <laughs> respectfully worded email. I am. I sure am. Oh, wow. He's going to our Instagram page where there is a link to our Oopsie Poopsies form where you can send Oopsie Poopsies in if we've misspoke. That's right. I'm. Yeah. Oh, am I scrolling and... The Goopacabra. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, the Goopacabra is so funny. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh, oh. I'm having such a great time on the internet with oh, that spooky. I'm so glad that I bought a <laughs> dial-up modem. Yeah, so that's that whole thing. Um, I think the only other thing that you need to know is to... What? It's the Secret Society. It's patreon.com slash that's spooky. It's super exclusive. If you want to know what I'm talking about, go over there and check it out, babies. Yeah, this is what it sounds like when you do it. Oh my god. And you know what? That's also what it sounds like when you leave us a glowing five-star review. Um, do that on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on. And as a thank you, we will grab a random review every week and read it on the main show. So who knows? It might be yours. Get into it. Click, 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 click. Okay. Well, I think that's it. That's it. No more sound effects? Nope. Okay. The Foley department is over for the day. That's but it. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Thank you. Yeah. Look, if you're missing out on any of the info that we usually list off at the end of this episode, then baby, just check the episode description. There's a yeah. bunch of links <laughs> in there. It's all there. You know it. You'll be able to find us. But until then, hope you all have a lovely weekend. If you're listening to this in the middle of the week, I just hope you're doing fine regardless. And don't forget, we love you very much. Kissy kisses. And as always, if you're going to be a bitch, be a spooky bitch. Bye. Bye. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to That Spooky early and ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. If you're listening to this podcast, then chances are good you are a fan of The Strange, Dark, and Mysterious. And if that's true, then you're in luck. Because, once again, Mr. Ballin Podcast Strange, Dark, and Mysterious Stories is available everywhere you get your podcasts. Each week on the Mr. Ballin Podcast, you'll hear new stories about inexplicable encounters, shocking disappearances, true crime cases, and everything in between. Like our recent episode titled White Dust. After a middle-aged couple fail to answer their daughter's messages and calls, the daughter drives the few hours to her parents' house to check on them, but after arriving and seeing both her parents' cars in the driveway, the daughter gets an uneasy feeling and just can't stomach going inside. To hear the rest of that story, and hear hundreds more stories like it, follow Mr. Ballin Podcast on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. Prime members can listen early and ad-free on Amazon Music.